This stars a pod. Oh my god, what a very special day. Because, at long last, Nikki Fung is here. Hi, uh, my agent said that this is um, the very bottom of the list of things to uh, care about, but here I am. <laughs> yeah, you're really. He's on a promo tour for his new book, all about the art of uh, selling fake Nikes on eBay. Correct. Um, so, Nikki, for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, quite frankly, you can fuck right off because Nikki is one half of Toy Pizza. Nikki is, uh, let's see, the uh, Starsky to my. Hutch? Uh, not to That's be a timely reference. Yeah. <laughs> not to be confused with Jack. He's the third half of Toy Pizza. Jack is like a, a twelfth of a third. <laughs> uh, uh, great uh, to be here. Um, so uh, we have nothing planned to talk about today. Um, we're here in the workshop. We're just fiddling around because Saturday wow. is our big clutter <clears throat> opening. Why don't you... Uh, here, I'm going to hand over the mic to Nikki, and he's going to tell you all about our Clutter Show. This is our second year at the Clutter Gallery uh, alongside the In Action Show, and Nights of the Slice returns this time with uh, mainly a focus on our vinyl, which we did in partnership with Clutter, and we will have a ton of custom dyed and painted Mega Knight vinyls donning uh, capes and have some uh, amazing glitter and colorful glows to them. And it will be at the Clutter Gallery in Beacon from February 9th to the beginning of March. So if you're in the area, definitely stop by. And also, if you haven't signed up for the Clutter newsletter, uh, they should be sending out a link to purchase some of these items. Now, Nikki. Um, why don't you also, while you're here, and since you have such a wonderful speaking voice, run us through the drop on Monday, but let's have the, uh, that last surprising thing be a maybe, okay? Because I'm not sure it's going to happen. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, this Monday, um, we are going to debut another colorway of the Desert Rat. Now, if you aren't a member of our wonderful Nets of the Slice community on Facebook, uh, we kind of post teasers and drop them for there first. So Jesse has already mentioned that we will be dropping the sub-city version of Desert Rat uh, this Monday the 11th. But in addition to that, there will also be the Armory Builder Green Desert Rat, uh, similar to the yellow one, the tan yellow uh, Army Builder is a green one, and this is great for all you customizers out there who like to mix and match pieces. But we had the Sub City Desert Red version in this awesome green and yellow, and he's just great. And there might be something else, but we're not too sure just yet. And this is news to me. I don't want to spoil anything, but God, I hope it hits the store. Well, okay, I'll uh, since it's our Patreon people, you know, they're the top tier operators of the Knights of Slice world. I'm comfortable in telling them that we are very close to launching the pre-order for a brand new Thousand Toys figure. Um, this is Thousand Toys Glios figure. I don't know if any photos have been seen publicly, have they? I believe the only photos... Are on the back of the card? Yeah, the back of the card, if you picked up Faden or Buildman, it's basically the third colorway in the Glyos line. It's a Gly Ninja, and there's only been promo photos provided by Thousand Toys. They kind of teased it, but 
I believe if we are to release it, it's the only place or the first place to get this figure. So tentatively, I would like to put this baby up for pre-order on Monday. We have a couple sort of mitigating factors we're waiting on to, you know, before we sort of have the go-ahead for that. Um, I think also <clears throat> it is a pre-order. We would try to get these out to everybody by the end of February, but of course, you know, things happen. Uh, so that's the sort of tentative plan and the inside scoop for all of you folks. Uh, I hope it comes together because that will be really fantastic if it does. Now, Nikki, we're here in the workshop. I don't think you've seen the March uh, Action Figure of the Month Club box, have you? I've only seen some of these stickers right here, so... Can I talk about this for the people? Uh, yeah, because on the Full Force podcast, I have sort of told people that yes. March is going to be our DIY month. Yes. So we can talk about that, just not the specific style yet. Okay, awesome. So we have March. It's got that little fancy March sticker over there. But also, kind of in the same way January had a Metaruda sticker, we have this DIY month sticker as well. I will not reveal what that image is for you guys <laughs> on the uh listening to the podcast but uh the diy the diy month is all about customizing um said figure and uh we are hosting a contest is that true uh, yeah i think so i think what uh, well we have our siege the castle contest photo contest that's going to end sunday uh and we're going to pick some winners and i have thrown in one of the sold out desert rat styles as the part of the prize pack so that's going to be a lot of fun and then uh, with the DIY month in March, what I would like to do is have another contest. We'll put together an even bigger prize pack. And that way when people get their unpainted figure and all the accessories that are included, they have a, a really good base to go ahead and start uh, making their entry to the DIY month contest. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, also, yeah, great point. Nikki. Uh, vlogs. We're going to be uh, trying to reinvigorate the YouTube Toy Pizza stream with some vlogs, which will just be kind of candid, conversational, you know, handheld phone shot videos, basically giving you a slice of life. You get to see into the workshop, get to see what we're working on. Just kind of a conversational piece. It's no question that Jesse, Jack, and myself haven't been making as many videos and the vlog is kind of our answer to that kind of giving you like jesse said day in the life and kind of behind the scenes look uh we don't have nearly uh, like maybe two or three nights of the slice videos on there so it, it just made sense to us to make vlog videos to kind of give you uh one closer look at Nights of the Slice in the production and two, kind of keep you up to date and let you guys know what's dropping. You can see it on YouTube and three, just kind of see what Jack, Jesse and myself are up to starting with the first one releasing or just came out actually on Saturday. And also you're going to vlog the birth of your child, right? We're going to see it cresting. Uh, you're going to see a ton of crest and what's the other? <laughs> What's the other phrase? Is a uh... ambiotic fluid? No, no, <laughs> a crowning. That's crowning. Like, yeah. It's gonna be cresting. It's gonna be crowning. It's a toy pizza blog. Uh, that one will be uh, reserved for live stream as well. That's a uh, that's top tier Patreon. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, that's what it is. Like it, we thought about how much fun it was to live stream, you know, and that's kind of like more or less like a video version of a live stream, except you don't have to be there in the moment. You can watch it when you can, and it'll be cut up where. You know, you get footage from me, from Jesse, and Jack. 
weekly, hopefully. Um, now, Nikki, I'm going to put you on the spot here, and I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite Distazapod so far? I listened to the first one. Wait, you did actually listen to one? I didn't think you listened to anything. No, I, I really did. I But what it's slipping my mind because fresh in my head is the surveillance port. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, or not surveillance port, a full force, full force podcast. Okay. So it definitely was like one of the first ones, and I believe you were talking about uh, not... I believe maybe it was Device Ninja or Cyber Mama. Yeah, it definitely sounds like this guy's listening to a podcast, so I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Okay, cool. What I wanted to do, though, is... Um, so me, Bobby, and Josh have done two podcasts where we talk about old toys that we liked. Back, oh, cool. Back in our days growing up together. So I wanted to get you to weigh in on those toy lines with your favorite picks, okay? Okay. So the first one I think we talked about was... Um, Wildcats from Playmates. Did you have this toy line? No. You did not. Do you know what it is? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It was uh, Jim Lee's toy line that came out around the same time as Spawn. Oh, okay. I, I feel like then I did. I had this. Because... Look it up on your phone right now. Okay. Playmates Wildcats. We're, we're truly putting them on the spot here. This is great. This is this is hardcore journalism right here, guys. This is how you get you get to the bottom of it. You follow the money. You make them Google stuff. Is it cats with a Z? It's uh, no, but that's fine. <clears throat> do you remember this line at all? I remember this. Yes, I do, because I essentially thought these were spawn figures. <laughs> like, especially this one that I'm looking at. Mall. Yeah, malls. Like, oh, that's a, that's a spawn villain. I definitely have picked these up, or my parents have bought me them, thinking that they were spawn action figures. They didn't know any better. But I have definitely this guy looks so familiar. Warblade. Yeah, Warblade. He looks like Warpath. Or Shatterstar a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go out on a limb and guess you've never read the Wildcats comic book. No, I have okay. not. No. But the figures have definitely been in my possession at some point. All right. So it, it's not actually fair to ask you to pick a favorite because it doesn't seem like it's fully uh, crystallized in your mind. So what I'll do is that well, I'll move on to the next lines and let you give us some more picks, okay? So uh, in the second uh, episode with me, Bobby and Josh, we covered... Not only the Marvel vs. Capcom Toy Biz line, which oh, were two packs, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also all of the video game superstar line that Toy Biz did, including Zelda, Mario mm. Kart, Resident Evil. Oh, okay. What jumps out at you about those toy lines? So, any favorites? So the Toy Biz Marvel vs. Capcom line, I really did like because it was a two pack, and I really did like that Mega Man figure. But yeah. it with um, War Machine, right? I believe so. Yes, and it wasn't until you mentioned Resident Evil, I got to give it to Resident Evil because, boy, that game rocked my world. Like I, I needed every figure. I needed the Hunter. I needed Jill Valentine. I needed the Tyrant, and that sticks out in my mind. Especially like the 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 the, the main zombie. I just thought they they were so great. Like all the accessories. Um, did I, you have the Chris Redfield figure? Yes, and I think did. did come with service or yes it, it came with the exploding dog yes see like that, that sticks out of my head um definitely had to give it to the resident evil line then that was the best one that toy Biz did you think i think so i mean uh, nothing else jumps out of me like i think we talked about the the zelda line but honestly i never had those like growing up interesting like, but resident evil was like that was something i had to go to the store like i need this in my life and save that money to buy um, so I'm going to a, a Toy Biz reunion uh, happening next weekend uh, around Toy Fair. Wow. And um, I am embarking on a quest to do a series of the history of Toy Biz. 
And uh, so we're going to dig into like what made that company so special. That's amazing. Isn't that great? Um, my... For a non-pod listener, that's a great idea. <laughs> I got to say that when I think about Toy Biz, um, yes, the video game of Resident Evil Toy Line sticks out to me. But when you say Toy Biz, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is X-Men. Like, what was? Do you know what your first Toy Biz purchase was of that sort of era? Because I, I had, um, I had the Brown Wolverine, which was like yeah. the first one I think that made it to market. I think that was my first purchase, and if it wasn't that, I got the the Wolverine two, which was the yellow and blue one. Oh, he kind of swiveled at the waist, right? Yeah, yeah, and the, it was you know the same style as from the Fox cartoon, right? And I personally loved this line because on the carded back you can see all the figures and like I want that one and I want that one but they would just keep coming out with the new Wolverine and numbering them and that was like my first time I was like I needed like number one and I would cross it off my list like the spy Wolverine yes. and all that like extra gear Wait, in black I, and green I got the ultimate one though um, the uh, space armor Wolverine but, but the, with the, the helmet the, the giant one yeah the giant one was good too yeah so I I if you get to round up some of these toy biz uh, veterans from from back in the day, I would just love to just just bounce back ideas of like why this one, why this Wolverine, what were you thinking? Like uh, already, like you know, you had the spring loaded claws, but you know, Weapon X had completely different claws, right? And it had all those accessories with all the cables and so the wires. Get, get your lav mic and come with me. We'll fucking interview everybody. Okay, and also we got to gather up all the broken legs from Bishop. <laughs> No, uh, from uh, Forge. Forge, yeah. yeah. Forge had, had all the broken legs because it was like so delicate and clear. And we got to g- gather up all the gambit capes. Yeah. Because yeah, those yeah. just melted. And How fell. fucking dare you, people. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe we should hit that up together. That could be a lot of fun. Um, I think uh, we've gotten the question before, how did we meet? So I may hand you the mic and let you give the, uh, the startling tale of how we met. What do you say? Sounds good. Um, Jesse... Would frequently visit the Federator office, currently uh, where I still work, but he would come in because he initially was interviewing for a gerb, and instead of getting that gerb, they hired him for something else, and it was for licensing some of uh, our cartoons at the time of... I totally forgot. I I wanted... There was like a... I totally forgot. Yes, I applied for... It was like social media manager or something. Yeah, there was a an ad uh, out on Tumblr, I feel like. Yes. And he came in, and I, mind you, at this time, we were sharing a space with Next New Network's YouTube, so, like, I barely had a desk, and, you know, for guest visitors, they would just kind of convene in this, like, one cubicle area, and he was sitting at this table... And just how, so happens the one day I was wearing uh, an Ed 209 shirt, um, little did I know Jesse was a fan of Robocop, and he had some things to show me. Uh, I, I remember- was working on the reboot at the time. Correct. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to say it. It's fine now? Okay. Yeah, he was working on like the next line of uh, figures for the Robocop reboot with uh, Joel Kinnaman, and I remember that year when we started becoming friends, he actually gifted me a Robocop bear brick in that style right before a movie and i tradition that goes on to today as well yeah yes it's true um with that being said uh we i would just frequently see him we clearly shared an interest in uh toys and all things nerd and we just started talking bravest warriors had a live stream 24-hour live stream and for that one hour 
one of the hours we blocked out was for Jesse to come on and just talk to the live audience about toys. And that more or less was a pre-pilot for Toy Pizza. And when Federator came around, like, hey, do we have any ideas for shows? I was like, what if like we just had this like toy show and where we talked about toys and they were kind enough to be like, all right, let's see what that looks like. And you guys can just create it as however you want. And if it comes to fruition, like we'll just double upload. And that kind of is how Toy Pizza started. And that's how I met Jesse. We just started hanging out. We started talking about toys. Jesse would bring on toys that I've never grew up with and I missed. And we would frequently go to St. Mark's Comics and look at what some of the- Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Some of the loose toys that were for sale and bagged and tagged. And give me the, give me the mic. we would share noodles too. I, I just want to go on a slight jag here. Not only, you know, our, used, our routine used to be we go to St. Alps Tea House, we go to Carilla, we go to uh, St. Mark's Comics, we go to Love Saves the Day, we go down to Toy Tokyo. St. Alps Tea House out of business, Carilla out of business, really? St. Mark's Comics out of business, <laughs> Love Saves the Day out of business, Toy Tokyo moved a couple blocks down. That, that's 100% true. So I don't know if that says anything about us per se, but it looks like anything we touch just dies. <laughs> but yeah, that's how we met and uh, we've been friends ever since. And this is, uh, mind you, tw 2013. So it's been almost six years, rounding up to six years. It's also worth noting that I did become an ordained minister and marry Nikki and his wife? Wife. We're going to go with Girlfriend. wife. Girlfriend. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is our... Our sorted tale. Oh. Nikki, you are the designer of a few Night of the Slice figures. You've had uh, complete creative control over a couple of the SKUs. Can you give us your sort of backstory of the Nobody Night, right? Nobody and possibly... And the Metaruda. Nobody, Nebula, and Metaruda. I think the audience would love to hear your thoughts, your uh, feelings, and what inspired you for those figures. I, I don't think it's a surprise if you watch Toy Pizza that clear and glitter uh, really resonates with me and Jesse. Um, so simply put, those two figures I had initially designed just to, like what other figures could we have with glitter and uh, Nebula and Nobody Knight was a vector jump that featured uh, clear plastic with glitter, Nebula being purple, and nobody being uh, black. So that's just like simple. That really wasn't like, oh, this is like an old drawing from my childhood, like in the same way that Jesse does. But uh, Metaruda was a clear and distinct uh, homage to uh, Tokusatsu costumes that we kind of grew up with. Like I grew up with VR Troopers, and you know, not knowing that like Power Rangers was Super Sentai or not knowing that uh, VR Troopers was another tokusatsu show imported here to the States. And then when I found that out, my mind exploded. And I was just always fascinated with like these split costumes that uh, Japan tends to do. And it, it was it was an easy homage to do with the Rift Killer because once the Rift Killer did come out, I was like, wow, this looks really, really like close to one of these suits like i we could have done it on a standard night probably but i thought it was an opportunity to do it on uh on a rift killer so that's where the name metaruda comes from uh it's a play off of uh metalder and 
I was really happy to hear and you know, Jesse kind of talked a little more about this in regards to production gearing up for Action Figure of the Month, but to kind of fulfill January, we ended up doing two styles and I, I really do love that there's for this figure there is a variant it makes sense I, I honestly would have even done an inverse where like the blue was on the right or left and just kind of do it inverted but I like the idea that there's one with the yellow eyes and another one with a metallic finish throughout the entire figure with the gold eyes and that's kind of like more or less the backstory for Metaruda and there's a bunch of other designs that I like like Orange Nightmare in Wave 2 is loosely based off of uh, a, a comic that I thought up that Jack did for me. And that was actually little insider baseball was going to be almost a wedding favor for uh, my wedding. That's right. We couldn't get it out in time. That's totally right. That's that's a production for you. But that's kind of like loosely based off of that. Um, but it, it's if we can go back and do another Orange Knight, I totally would. Um, my my favorite Orange being Rescue Knight and and Combat Twins, one of the Combat Twins. Nikki, uh, before we go, one last question for you: What is your favorite all-time Night of the Slice? I'm gonna put you on the spot here once again. Go ahead, answer. Covering all figures like Desert Rat and yeah, like everything I've made, we've made up to this date. What pops in your head? Off the bat, it's funny. It's just like another clear glitter. I I really liked Chaos King. I remember being in your apartment, showing me like the next wave, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like pink, that's awesome. Um, Glow in the Dark was really good too, and I really, really, really loved integer and clear because like having those alternate versions of the main three brick lime and teal i like the idea that these knights had their own individual you know superpower if you will or just had their own um ordinance or whatever it might be so i right off the bat i think it's it's chaos king Mm. chaos king integer and for another third one i I would say uh rescue night rescue uh, vector jump wonderful answers it's been a fantastic experience having you here on distaza pod and uh i think that just about does it we got to start rolling up our sleeves and putting our work in to get everything ready for the clutter gallery so uh the only thing left to say is pizza pizza out. out